Enter now the age of apocalypse, Shiga, with your hosts, Dayspring and Scott Free. The name's Cable. Remember it. And the only people who can stop apocalypse are the mutants known as Dayspring, Scott Free, and Michelle. This is Captain America, and we need to defeat apocalypse. All right, Familia, we just saw Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. And of course, we had to invite our superstar red carpet celebrity co-host. Oh, my God. <laughs> JT Otero. <laughs> Michelle Waffle Otero. <laughs> I, know I mean, these are facts. Justin is like the hottest thing on the carpet every time I go. I'm basically his arm candy (laughs) just did you not see him on the red carpet in his jimmy woo outfit it was pretty hot justin i was in spandex this is why we're justies wait Wait, were you cassie (laughs) lang were you cassie lang for it i was i was stature the only stature stature. yeah (laughs) which is shocking to me when i was in the theater one guy walked by me i was waiting for justin because he i got the vip line to get in and justin did not for some reason so as i was waiting there some guy was like yeah you're a real one like a real <laughs> fan. and i'm like oh my gosh do you know who i am and he said yes i do and then he just kept walking <laughs> i have no idea who it was it was this really cute older um asian gentleman remind me of justin like in the future future justin came back maybe just to him. give you a compliment maybe it was i, I mean, love he that was hot. he was he was a good looking guy I have to tell you guys this first and foremost, okay. Familia. Wait, wait, wait. Before we dive into this spoiler warning, we're, we're going to discuss spoilers here. Okay, spoilers, spoilers, spoilers. Spoilers. Spoilers, spoilers. Hit pause, watch the movie, come back just to hear Justin. <laughs> yeah, just to hear the Justin story. Just, but we are going to discuss spoilers. There are some, I, I, I don't think it's a spoiler heavy movie to be very honest with you, but there are yeah. some things that do happen. That we do need to address. Yeah. So your your spoiler warning is in three, two, one. Okay. This movie was garbage with the exception of a couple of things, in my opinion. But the first credit scene with Ramatut, the apocalypse Easter egg, I was really surprised that everyone in my audience sort of got it because I was like, how many of you have really, really read Rise of Apocalypse? I don't think many people, but in an end credit scene, we do see Kang in his Ramatut, Pharaoh Ramatut persona, and we know he is who raised Apocalypse in the comics. I like how you just skipped to the end. <laughs> like, you're like, whole movie. You're like, whole movie, whatever. Spoilers, 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 whatever. Most exciting part. Most exciting yeah. part, end credit scene. <laughs> Well, we have to talk about that. That is literally the end credit scenes make this movie. Credit scenes were probably the highlight of the movie. Okay. What did you go? Go. What did you think? What did you both think? Everything. Man, it was weird. Like, listen, it was like, it was very. Look, I appreciate getting invited and I don't want to say like too many bad things, but for me, it didn't feel like it needed to be two hours. 
Oh, I was so bored. I, yeah, I mean, I, I actually exhausted. ate all of my candy. And that's how bored I was. Yeah, there were, there were times Justin and I, we were like, we were going to pass out. Like we were so tired from the day. Yeah. And then we were not, stimu- I mean, we were overly <laughs> visually stimulated by all of these special effects. Mm-hmm. But the story itself, I was like, this, I don't know what Marvel was trying to do here. They, they marketed this movie as something that was like it was going to change the marvel universe right and it did not and i i was very like underwhelmed would be yeah justin justy no wait we're justies i'm sorry we're justies <laughs> we're he, justies justin justy i mean i have to say that i actually almost fell asleep <laughs> <laughs> There were times my eyes closed during the movie <laughs> and I had to catch myself. I <laughs> cannot. I, You guys are two of the nicest, most generous human beings on the face of the planet. I thought I was. That's why when I texted you when I was leaving the, the theater, I was going to be like, hey, fair warning. I only have a couple of nice things to say about this movie because you see the best in everything. And the fact that you guys are saying this, the fact that Justin is saying that he was falling asleep. There are good parts. There are good parts. I can honestly say the the last act saved the movie. Yeah. Well, no. I, that's, <laughs> that's what like got me into the movie was pretty much when they went and battled. That was like the that's what got me like oh like interested in it. Justin likes fighting. Yeah, I like the fighting. It has to have fighting, boobs, or like nudity. <laughs> And what's the other thing? Explosions. Explosions. Those are like the three things that <laughs> so Justin that likes. Almost top the list, but no, almost fighting. <laughs> but Kang came and just, he just killed it. That was that was why I loved it. Okay. The, the oh, end, sorry, go. Yeah, that's why I love the end act, just because Kang just showed what a badass he was. Yeah, I think it goes without saying that Jonathan Majors delivered. Yeah. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. He was fantastic. He was a great villain. I was so proud of his performance. He had BDE in his Kang outfit. Like, all yes, like <laughs> all of that is true. Okay. He just command. He command the 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 scene when he was in it. He commanded the premiere. Okay. Oh, you People, saw him at the premiere. Wait, let me wild. Wait, wait, wait. Did you get a selfie with him? Who Or, or was it Irene that I saw? Well, Irene got a selfie, but we, we got, got him to sign. <gasps> what did he sign? <gasps> it's a low-key uh, 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 Jonathan Majors figure. Oh, wait, I'm forgetting. Uh, he One that remains, right? Who remains. And he, he wrote remains. See You Soon on there, too. Ooh. 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 he was just phenomenal i think he was really great i think michelle listen here i am eating my words i loved the wasps plural they michelle pfeiffer as janet and 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 hope i was very happy with both of them they they for me stole the show and paul rudd by the way paul rudd solid actor really great no he just didn't have like yeah. It has ab- as big a part you would expect. Yeah. Sometimes. It was yeah. it was very 
Janet Van Dyne like story focused. Like she was, I felt like she was the main character of this movie. Like it was, it was her and not so much Scott Lang. Yeah, it was her and Kang. Yeah, her like her and Kang. They had all this history. I agree. Which was good. I mean, she was helping him at one point and then realized she was helping the bad guy. (laughs) And she's like, shit. So that's where I started boiling my blood and family at home. will give a quick synopsis on the movie before, you know, after I say this, but that's what boiled my blood when I was watching it. I was like, why isn't Michelle Pfeiffer just a mainstay Avenger, you know, senior Avenger character? Why has she been regulated to the Ant-Man movies? She looks and acts phenomenal. I don't feel there is a beat missed from Batman Returns to the Michelle Pfeiffer we see today. She fucking nailed it. And she was so good. And again, I I would have been very happy if this movie was just Jonathan Majors and Michelle Pfeiffer sitting down and talking. But I would be happy. Done. 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 Their chemistry together was so good. I like, I couldn't believe it. Like, this whole movie just could have been that. I agree. Yeah. So, and, and the movie is pretty straightforward. It, it really is just we pick up with Scott Lang where we left off. You know, he's kind of a celebrity now because he saved, you know, the universe. And his daughter, Cassie, has discovered a way into the quantum realm. They all get sucked in. They have to find a way home. They encounter Kang. They have to fight Kang. And the movie ends with them returning and worried that maybe Kang is out there. Or, you know, that that's it. They, they, and then we get the the two end credit scenes, which the first one is variants of Kang sort of talking. And I got the impression, actually, I, I didn't even get the impression. Jeff had to tell it to me. They're, the, the Council of Kangs, the variants of Kang, were the ones who exiled this Kang to begin with. Yeah. That went over my head. Yeah. And then the end credit scene, like the final end credit scene is, oh my God, it, it's Mobius, Owen Wilson, and Loki proper. And they're at a, you know, at a show and they find uh kang like an old-timey show old-timey show yeah like 50s maybe uh, yeah i thought 1800s something like 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 older like like you were going to like a you know like a circus like carnival type thing when they had those like vaudeville acts right yes oh god that's perfect yeah yeah yeah, like just picture like what Brooklyn hipsters aspire to be like. People just dressed like that old time. Yeah. And it was and, all sepia toned too. Like the whole scene was sepia toned to give yeah. you that vibe. And those two end credit scenes, everyone went crazy for. But that's it. I, I, I mean, that's it. The, the, what makes a movie are those two end credit scenes. Everything else is pretty straightforward. I I don't know. I mean, I, there, there was this one point in the movie where we get the flashback where Michelle Pfeiffer meets... Kang, where Janet meets Kang. And I was like, why does Michelle Pfeiffer, if this is supposed to take place 30 years prior, or if we're going to talk about time, like maybe just a few years for them, but still, I was like, why didn't they give her like a black bob or something like that to make her look like the original Janet from the comics or something? She looked exactly the same from. I think they gave her low light. Oh, they did give her low lights. You're absolutely yeah. right. Yeah, but this her isn't the early slight, odds. Very slightly different. I'm like, this isn't the early odds, but I think technically in that time frame, she probably would have had I think because they already gave Hope the Bob in the first movie. But I thought that would have been great, like a homage to, you know, I know. what I mean? I know. I They probably weren't really thinking about that. They weren't thinking about the hair. 
Yeah. They and that I just think Janet is like a fashionista. It was just you know? those little things that you wish they would have done differently. It, it really could have been Michelle Pfeiffer at any point in this movie. If you would have walked into the theater and seen the scene, you wouldn't have known it was the past because, you know, she looked exactly the same. And I thought this was a missed opportunity to show her as like more of a Janet figure. And I, I just, I remember, and, and, and then there was another scene where he's here like, oh, I've gone through multiple timelines and I've killed so many Avengers. And I was like, well, then show it. Like, yeah. Well, yeah. I'm supposed to believe Kang killed Avengers. He killed Thor, but then at the end of this movie, super smart ants defeat him. That's <laughs> what happens. And by the way, my audience loved it. I, I don't want to throw shade because I think that that is a nice moment for Michael Douglas. If I was Michael Douglas's PR team, I would be like, perfect. You gave him everything he needed. But really, Michael Douglas with super smart ants is the thing that defeats Kang. I think this was okay. So some positive things. Okay. So I think, <laughs> thank you, Michelle. I think because um, like the focus on Michael Douglas and Michelle Pfeiffer because they are older, like established actors. You know, typically the superhero movies focus on the young, the younger ones, right? Mm -hmm. So I think it was a nice thing to see older actors, older characters being featured in this movie and having significant 100%. roles, not just being like side characters. Yeah, 100%. And I think that is something really important to highlight because I thought they were equals in this. It wasn't like, oh, the goofy parents got lost. And Michelle Pfeiffer's character is like, I know what's happening here. I need to level with you. And the way that Hope and her talked was really beautiful. Similarly, I, I love the blended family. I love that Cassie was referring to Hank as grandpa, all that stuff, and that they were a very loving, you know, blended family that was very functional. I thought that was cute. I thought that was, but you know what I didn't think was cute? Modoc. <laughs> oh, I totally forgot about him until right now. Oh. I almost, and I, I want to know your thoughts on it, Justin, but I almost got up and left when when I saw Mo I didn't want to tell this to No More Mutants when we were on the live right now, but I saw him. It put me in such a bad mood. I don't know if I was just like blind. I was having a glass of wine, so I don't know if I was just an alcoholic rage moment, but I was like, I'm getting up and I'm leaving from this fucking movie. Like, you're expecting me to sit through... This is MODOK? This was supposed to be MODOK? Who, by the way, no connection to Ant-Man, no connection to the Quantum Realm, they, he shoehorned in this movie. They they made it work for the lore, and it wasn't even well done. It was cheap CGI. I can't. I've done more. I've done better things with generating AI images online than what was put on there. Sorry, <laughs> Justin. What did you think? Yeah, the CGI was terrible. I couldn't. I could not get past it. It was just every time I saw him on the screen, it was just so bad. This was. Sorry, go, Michelle. <laughs> Wait, what did you say? Those little booty cheeks, too. I was like, what am I look? What? That was kind of adorable. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I was like, oh, look at the little booty cheeks. Better if they just left, like, the metal mask on him. Oh. The CGI face. Yeah, we didn't need that face. We did not need that. Yeah, Jeff actually mentioned it, that he thought, like, they should have just kept the mask on him, that and, and he would have been okay. But I thought... I mean, what what's the character's name? Darren Cross? Is that yeah. from Ant Man Yellow One? Jacket. Yellow, jacket. Yellow jacket. He he comes back. So after that first um 
movie with 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 Ant Man and they fight, which I don't remember the fight scene at all. I'm going to be very he honest sends with him you. To the quantum realm, basically, he does. Okay, it's like so messed up. Like his body gets all messed up, and King finds him and rebuilds him into the Modoc mental mobile mechanized organism designed only for kill i did not get those vibes from him oh well when he had the mask thing on i was like yeah that's scary yeah and and they were everyone was afraid of him they're like oh yeah modok's coming for you you're gonna die yeah but like it should have been like the Patton oswald like modok you know what i mean though like where it was a little bit more over the top funny claymation yeah yeah or make him just extra murdery like don't even make him funny just make him a like make him scary af yeah i mean it it just didn't work it didn't land it was cringe every time he was on i was just like oh don't i don't want to see him like i got angry i i i honestly thought like how could kev how could our boy kevin feige let this go through production what's up i i don't listen i just i cannot in in good faith say that this was a a, re- a really well done CGI and Modoc should have been a fun character that stole this. I don't know. I, I'm I'm down on it. I walked out of this movie really upset. It wasn't like Multiverse of Madness where I was like, oh man, they should have done this with Wanda. Everything I was like, impassionated by my anger. Here I was just like, why did I sit two hours through yeah. this movie? Why was this done? Why you like could have just made of all the things that they could have given a Disney Plus show to, this would have been, been it. This, yeah. or this could have been a special. Like it didn't need to be two hours and fifteen minutes or whatever the runtime was. Like, yeah, I, I don't know what they were thinking. What did you guys think? And and I I think I told you this, Michelle. Catherine Newton as Cassie. I've never been a big Catherine Newton fan because of Big Little Lies. She just rubbed me the wrong way. But then I started liking her on Friday, and I actually thought she did a good job here. I think she did a good job. I just still don't know much about her character. Yeah. I think I think they didn't develop her enough. Not that they needed to in this particular movie. Like She'll come back, but I don't feel like I know who Cassie Lang is. I feel like they were just setting up, setting her up for the Young Avengers. When she had that scene where she was broadcasting herself to everyone in the quantum realm, saying "You have to fight," you know, save room for the little guy or whatever she quotes Scott Lang's book. I was yeah. like, that should have been Michelle Pfeiffer's scene. You know, Michelle Pfeiffer. Like the entire thing was like, oh, everyone in the quantum realm is like Michelle Pfeiffer's back, Janet's back, Janet's yeah. back. Why wasn't that given to her? If if I just saw random teenager young adult broadcast right now telling me to rebel me like who the fuck are you again like so in that regard i feel like that was a scene that was stolen from michelle pfeiffer but i thought her chemistry with paul rudd was very well done she feels like a very different character from endgame which is emma futherman i believe played her emma something played her in endgame radically different interpretation Catherine newton does have swagger she has a very rebellious spirit. So for the sake of this script, I think Catherine Newton does a great job. And I proudly eat my words on that. Mm-hmm. Okay, here's something I really hated. And I literally ranted. I'm sorry, guys. Why I'm are so you sorry? sorry? Don't be you, sorry. You had to catch me at the end of just watching. I literally just like 30 minutes ago. <laughs> we was had in to the sit movie. with it and we couldn't talk about it with anybody because... Okay, I personally feel like a lot of people like this movie, and I wanted to be like, did we see the same movie? I 
there was so I have to say for for folks at home who did enjoy this movie, please enjoy it, love it, DM yeah. us why you loved it. I in my audience, the person I was sitting next to, I wanted to just move the seat over and share popcorn with her because she was stomping her feet, she was clapping when when Ant Man was pounding on Kang, she was like, "Got him, got him!" I was like, "Wow." You are into this movie. When Michael Douglas came in with the smart ants and I'm rolling my eyes, sipping my wine, she's like, what? She like stood up, started clapping. And I was like, good for you. Like, I, I don't think we're watching the same movie. <laughs> <laughs> but good for you. I'm so happy. That's where it gets me excited. But the thing I hated the most, and this is where I get kind of angry. There, there's a scene in the movie where Scott has to, what is he retrieving? Like Kang's ship? Is yeah. that the battery basically? The battery. Okay. Yeah, basically. that powers it, right? Yeah. Thank you, the astrophysicist, for explaining. Justin this knows me. all that. So anything technical, just ask him. So when he was here, like you're gonna be in a storm of possibilities. You know, I took that as the Scott Lang that is going there. Now there's a paradox of choice. There are multiple versions of him acting differently. Why the fuck is there a Baskin and Robbins version of him there? That did not make any sense. It wasn't a epicenter of multiverse. It was Scott Lang at this point could go multiple ways. The, the, the Baskin and Robbins things does not make sense other than as a gag, which was a funny gag. I, it was a funny gag, but did not make sense as to why he would be there. And I thought that was so rude of Peyton Reed to do that to the audience. I was like, you're the fucking director here and you think we're all idiots that we're not going to question this after how strict they were about time travel and Endgame. How they went out of their way to talk about delineate that. And then here it's just like, yeah, this is all about possibilities in this moment. And then there's a Baskin and Robbins version of him. I didn't get that. Yeah, When you talk about like the possibilities and the whole thing about time, I thought that Scott Lang was going to enter this and he was going to see glimpses of what could have been like, we were going to live it with him. Like he was going to get time with his daughter. He was going to get time with hope. And those were going to be reasons like why he would help King because King is telling him like, I'm going to give you this time back. Kind I of. A thing. And I, that's what I was expecting. Like if this movie's going to be two hours, like show me the what ifs, like what, what's what would really drive scott to to do this not because his daughter got captured i mean yes that is a good reason but i feel like tempting him with something else would well, have been better here is a alternate pass you help me get my my battery here is what could have been those 5 years you could have seen her go to prom. You could have helped her design her suit. Yeah, that's what I was expecting to see. Yeah. You could have you could have been there for her first, you know, date. You know, you could have given her advice. Oh, her and by the way, science fair. Yeah, her know? first science fair. You could have you could have just been there. Or where was Judy Greer, by the way? You could have shown having a good relationship with Judy Greer, who, by the way, again was phenomenal. Was she in the second movie? I don't remember. If she was, it was in the second, second one. one. It was in the second one. I loved. I sidebar. feel like they have a good relationship anyway, yeah. though. Even, like, like, with her new husband, too. They're all, like, pretty okay. Yeah. <laughs> but I would have loved to have seen a scene with all of them together. This is the what if the last five years. You know, yeah. science fair, prom, suits, everything. Everything that Cassie said. For me, 
what what was lacking in their relationship was in that opening scene where Cassie's like, I'm pretty good at being on my own. I've yeah. been at it for a while. That to me is what Scott wants to reclaim. And yeah. again, what you said, Michelle, I thought the same thing. He was going to go into this realm. Possibilities are going to happen. What if I do help Kang? This is what I get. No, instead it was a Baskin Robbins joke. Like, what the fuck? Sorry. <laughs> But we Justin. can't talk sorry. about. Oh, sorry, sorry. Um, no, you. Sorry, go ahead. I know we're ra- rambling, Justin. I'm sorry, and you're just all suave. You're just smiling here. You're like, he's just like, <laughs> he's just like, yeah. It was the battery. Yeah, it was the battery. It was like, the battery. relax. <laughs> he was after the battery, y'all. <laughs> I think the one thing that really just bugged me the most is how are there other people in the quantum realm? Don't even get me started with that. <laughs> I just. I don't. I'm not kidding. That just killed it for me. I was like, how do you have like this whole rebellion of people? Like, how do people get into the quantum realm? Yeah. That made absolutely no sense. And that just kind of killed it for me. I was like, this is just nonsense. They were all different types of people, too. So well, like even the humanoid. No, I'm talking about just like the like no, but I'm Bill I'm... Murray and then the the lead the girl. Oh yeah. How did Bill Murray end up in the quantum That's realm? What I mean. How did <laughs> yeah. I, I, I'm not even going to dignify it. I'm sorry. There is a subplot of rebellion in the quantum realm that I could give a flying fuck about. You know, I, I love the characters. I thought they were very empowered. I, I'm all for a good rebellion. Like, I have pitchforks in my closet. I'm ready. But in the context of this movie, I did not care. I wanted Kang to come in and be like, fuck this. Boom. Breaking out. Going into the MCU. Everyone wet their pants. Kang is now in the MCU. Yes. Yeah, exactly. that's what I thought I would happen. Scott to be tempted by that aspect of time and help Kang get out and then see the chaos. Yeah, like start the chaos. Yeah. That would have been like a an all like a big nexus event, like something that alters the timeline for the MCU, right? Yeah, but, but the, okay. So even to that point. In, in, in Familia at home, yes, uh, Kang does not make it out. This variant of Kang is defeated by Ant Man. Well, Somehow, Ant Man and Wasp are well, able no, to defeat. I don't think Ant Man really. That was more of a Wasp. It was more of a Wasp, but like Ant Man assists. Well, okay. Here's the thing. <laughs> I started getting pulled out of the scene when Jonathan Majors was literally pounding on Paul Rudd. And Paul Rudd was able to stand up. Even without his powers and technology, there is no way Paul Rudd can go up against Jonathan Majors. And then Wasp comes in and like blasts him. And I'm like, listen, it is Kang. At the end of the day, this is Kang. He should have just been like, fine, you're giving me a run for my money, but boom, you guys are out of it. And I'm charging towards whatever portal. That's what should have happened. Instead, Wasp is able to subdue him and 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 he was delayed crossing over because of Paul Rudd. <laughs> I'm like, Ant-Man. <laughs> so bad. I'm like, I keep calling Paul Rudd. All I saw was Paul Rudd in this movie, though. Sidebar. I did not see Scott Lang. I only saw Paul Rudd being Paul Rudd. Not a criticism, just an observation. I think he was good at what he did. You know, he plays like this lovable dude. I mean, he's very lovable. That's just that's his thing. But I, I mean, again, you see Michelle Pfeiffer, you see Michael Douglas, you see Evangeline Lilly, you see Catherine Newton. I did believe they were their characters. Very much so. Jonathan Majors, like 100% is king. But Paul Rudd, I'm like, oh, it's Paul Rudd being Paul Rudd. You know? But but I don't know. 
I wanted to love it more. I walked in with an open heart. I was ready. I was very excited. And Ralph over at No More Mutants hooked it up with the screening down here. The entire audience was really excited. And I was like, no. And then, by the way, before the end credit scenes, he's having a panic attack over Kang, right? You know, he's walking down the streets, you know, as a homage to the intro. And he's like, oh, my God, what if he did get loose? What if something happened? Call the Avengers. Call Captain Marvel. Call Bruce. And tell them you just had a quantum realm experience. with what? Why wasn't that there? Yeah, there's no Why, why was Warn? it not tied? Okay. Why was it not tied to, like, Shang-Chi and Eternals? Because, oh, agreed. like, in Shang-Chi at the end. That's what we were hinting at. Yeah, like, I, I was thinking, I'm like, okay, well, at Shang-Chi, I thought they were going to tie it to Eternals. They didn't. I'm like, okay, well, maybe now with the quantum realm thing, they're going to tie it to Kang somehow. Like, it's a beacon. Like, that was how this whole yeah. thing started was a beacon that Cassie created. Mm -hmm. And so if she can get in touch with on that same frequency and that's where, like, the quantum realm is and it's all on this, like, line, I don't know. I just didn't. I didn't even put that together until you said it right now. Like, I'm always trying to connect the movies. I don't know how it was supposed to. It, it was in Miss Marvel, too. The, the the rings and everything were, were played a role in this Marvel, and and obviously Shang Chi and 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 this I I don't know. I, listen, for me, when he was talking about incursions, which I was really really happy about, when you know it's a homage to Secret Wars, what's going to come? I thought he was going to explain some of the stuff that's happening in the multiverse, the timeline. There was a Nexus event. You know, Doctor Strange cast a spell. The witch was jumping dimensions. You know, like reality was tampered with because of a young boy who wanted his identity concealed whatever i thought they were going to start tying things together and they didn't they just ignored everything else again it, it's there to tie it in just one line that's it i have nothing else to say about this movie i'm sorry i'm so sorry you were gonna say something i wasn't gonna say anything oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> just as like I'm, just as like I'm ready for bed. Like, I, like just as like this crazy bad. I saw it. I'm done. <laughs> how do you, how do you guys rank this one as a kickoff to Phase Five? How do you guys rank it against other movies? Where would you put it? Uh, I mean, I liked everything in Phase Four more than I liked this movie. Agreed. Agreed. I People, would say it's at the bottom of my list. Not the worst. It's not it's not a bad movie though. Yeah. I don't want to so say, say it's, it's not bad. The worst. Oh, I will. Strong like for the hype that it was given and for the people who are saying this is better than Love and Thunder, I don't think we saw the same movies. Yeah. Love and Thunder I think had a really I I have said this about my feels on Lo Love and Thunder. I think the first 2 thirds of Love and Thunder are really great. For me, it's Act 3 that messes it up. This is this movie is just all over the place. This movie doesn't have a point. How about this? It's not a bad movie. I agree with you. Not. There's not a point to it. Yeah. This, this Kang is isn't even going to be the Kang that's going to square off with you. Again, the Loki Kang isn't the one. The He Who Remains isn't even going to be that our, our big bad. And this Kang won't be our big bad. Why are we getting all these? Give us one Kang. That's it. Yeah. One Kang who's supposed to be terrible, awful, a conqueror can stomp on Paul Rudd and Wasp and go through the fucking like portal to the MCU and just cause chaos. That's what I wanted. Well, people were upset. They're like, oh, he killed Kang. Like, Kang's supposed to be our big bad. 
And I'm like, did you not see the end credit scene with hella Kangs up in there? Like, I know. There's so many Kangs. Like, one of them is going to be the big baddie. Or, I or all these Kangs were so happy that this King died was because this King wasn't, like, supposed to be our big bad. Was he actually maybe saving the world by ending all these timelines? Like, maybe it was, maybe he was the hero and Ant-Man is the enemy he murdered Kang the savior oh I love that interpretation like, like that's kind of what I was getting from this I mean I think that the whole like Van Dyne Lang clans probably had this all wrong like he yeah he murdered some people but since these were in different timelines like maybe those Avengers were evil okay like, nobody you're even literally <laughs> you're literally saying that wasp once again has ruined an entire <laughs> universe. Wasp got it wrong and once again fucked over everyone. That you is know, what you're saying. It could indirectly that could be what I'm saying. Okay. Because I thought this when I was watching. I was like, you know, no one even like people Janet just saw glimpses of some of the things that he'd done without context, if you think about it, right? Agreed. So Who's to saying that he's not murdering like a bad Tony Stark or Thor or whomever, like somebody maybe who was corrupt with power? Because all those Kangs went off at the end. They celebrated this Kang, this one particular Kang dying. Like maybe this was the Kang that was like, y'all are crazy. I'm going to go clean everything up. You guys, as long as I'm doing that, you guys have no power kind of a thing. But I think, I think maybe Ant Man fucked up. I listen. I love that. I would love if I, I think why Thanos worked as a villain was that there were some human qualities to him, right? You know, he 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 had a very complicated relationship with his daughters. He wanted to. He came from a world where there weren't enough resources. We're missing that humanistic element to Kang, and maybe if this was a Kang who was trying to clean up the timeline. And is like, you got it wrong. Wasp, you fucked up the multiverse. Fuck you for being the bane of, you know, phase fives, you know, sixes existence. I, I would be on board for it. <laughs> I, I, I love you so much. I don't think there's enough evidence in the movie to suggest that. I took it as a very earnest scene. Because again, Michelle, if there was a scene when, so Wasp helps King Justin, help me out here with the battery, like to repower the battery. Is that what happened? It powers his um time chair. Time chair. She gets a glimpse into everything. But now, fill in the gap for me. She just saw like stardust. She didn't exactly. actually. She didn't actually see events. Yeah. What and I think if there was those events there, we could pull something from there but the movie That's based on her interpretation of what yeah. she saw and kang was like girl what you see <laughs> you know? like let me hold up let me explain like yeah. i'm like did you forget i was gonna do you a solid yeah he was and gonna get she... you back to your daughter he's not yeah. all bad he's trying to give time to people who've lost it from family exactly he was gonna hook this girl up and then She's like, you know what? I'm just going to misinterpret whatever it was that I saw. And I feel like you're bad, dude. Like, I know I've been helping you for, like, months, maybe years on this project. 
But in these few seconds that I saw, I'm going to immediately judge you and feel like, and I feel like you're evil. Well, again, that's why, why wouldn't she turn? She's like, hey, <laughs> we've been building this machine. She does say years in the movie. Cause I, again, I thought about that. Like, why does she, if she was supposed to be gone for 30 years, why does she still look the same 30 years prior? You know, she would have been presumably in her 20s or 30s. Really good genes. Uh, and listen, Michelle Pfeiffer is a goddess. Yeah. I mean, that, that goes without saying. But I, I remember thinking, okay, so she has been working with this guy for years. And why wouldn't she turn to him and she's like, I'm confused. You yeah. know what I mean? It's like if it's like right now, if I got a glimpse of something you did, Michelle, and instead of looking at you and being like, hey, Michelle, what did I just see? I've known you for like three years. You know, instead I run away and steal your fuck. I steal Justin from you. And I'm like, you're evil. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. it doesn't make any sense. Still my Justin? I, no, no, no. We're Justies. <laughs> Justin. <laughs> Why do I have to keep explaining this? I don't know. <laughs> At the beginning, I'm like, just, are we Justies? I've been drinking my CBD wine, which just doesn't have alcohol in it, but it makes me feel good. The official sponsor of Power of X-Men. Yes. Thank mm. you, Crybaby Wine. <laughs> <laughs> so what what a b c d f what do what do we give the what do we give this movie i i don't know man i mean it was a good try <laughs> like the cast is like fantastic absolutely not with the exception of the actor who did modoc <laughs> not a criticism on the cast yeah I don't top know. Top game. Top game performances from all the cast. They yeah. they they wanted this to be a good movie. We had strong ladies. I can't pronounce her name, but Gentora is is how I would say it. I mean, fantastic performance. Yeah. I mean, again, strong ladies. I mean, for me, Michelle Pfeiffer, this is Michelle Pfeiffer's movie. Go into it, get sure. ready to love Wasp, because we all know I hate Wasp in the comics, but Wasp here shines. 100%. I, I wish Janet was on the Avengers right now. She she is A-list Avenger. I want her to be battling Kang when Kang, with the Kangs come to the MCU. And I hope that's what... I hope they're setting her up to be a leader. Her, Captain Marvel, and Wanda going up against... You know, and, and, and King Valkyrie she all force. going up against... The She-Force. Oh, my God. A-Force, my bad. A-Force. Give us a force. She force is a toy biz. Actually, I know she force was the the line. I know a force is the team. I love both. But I give this movie a a D. I'm I'm just gonna say it, it is a D for me. It's not an F because of the strong ladies, because of Jonathan Majors. That's it. That's all I can give it. <laughs> That's the only reason I I would give it a solid D. Justin, <laughs> I would give it. A C. Okay. Strong cast. Great acting. Yeah. Story was kind of off the rails. There was just a lot of random stuff thrown in there that made no sense to me. <laughs> <laughs> I love that you said you fell asleep because I was literally bored. I can't believe you're in a I can't believe in, in a universe where we've gotten Eternals, where we've gotten Winter Soldier. Where we've gotten really, where we got WandaVision, where we've gotten Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I, I cannot believe I was bored in this movie. Agreed. I think that's <laughs> the first, well, not the first Marvel movie I've been bored in, but 
Oh, it's not? To the premieres. That's oh, definitely, premieres? it's definitely the first premiere Marvel but, movie. Michelle, you look so concerned. <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know. I give it a C plus. Oh. I, feel, I feel bad. Okay, listen. There was some cool, there were cool moments. Mm-hmm. Okay. I I particularly did not care for this movie, but I loved like the ladies were strong. And I always gotta support like strong female characters. So Same. I I felt like because a lot of people are upset about that. They're saying, like, you know, MCU. MCU is what they're calling it. And oh, really? I, Not yeah. for this. So, like, I'm sorry. Like, yeah. this was, these are just characters that have, that infuriates me. I'm sorry that people are saying that. I think I, I told Justin as we left the theater, I was like, the bros are going to hate this because this movie is showing is showcasing another, like, strong female who was also, like, a little older, too. So, like, the whole, like it's Michelle Pfeiffer. I know she's she's got us. Okay. Oh my god. Anyone who would think that this is like a deliberate like pro- no. Michelle Pfeiffer just kicks ass. Yeah. I assure you, there is no beat missing from Batman Returns to this. You're I gonna see her in the Flash movie lick Michael Keaton's face. Oh my god. I hope she's gonna be in it. I don't I, I've heard she's not in it. I've I've asked. I've asked That's around. So Why? You don't I, even I... need the flash. In they the- have time to I know why do they have Ezra Miller and Leslie Grace and Henry Cavill are fired are not fired they just elected not to have them return I'm sorry James Gunn but I don't know but I listen on the merits that wasp the wasps carry this movie yes you're gonna go into this movie if this was a Michelle Pfeiffer and Jonathan Major's movie again 100% excellent movie it's everything else that weighs it down and it is a pointless exercise in how about this if they would have just marketed it as an ant-man movie and like the end of a trilogy i would have been fine but they're like the, the advertising campaign for this movie is aggressive saying the avengers are back and they don't even lean into michelle pfeiffer as a major character in the in the campaign and in fairness they did that in endgame and infinity war with gamora and wanda I, w- I would argue Gamora and Wanda are are the leads for for Infinity War, but th- th- this movie, the trailers are deceptive in its message of the Avengers are back. The Avengers are not back. It is no other Avengers are in this movie. Yeah, and that, that being supposed said, to kick off the multiverse like war. I mean, I maybe the end credit scene did. Like as I was watching this movie, I'm like, none of this to me screams like yeah major level like it felt like it was all wrapped up pretty nice until mm-hmm. we got the end credit scene yeah um okay well i guess that is anything else left to say i mean <laughs> no <laughs> <laughs> I, how about this i want a michelle pfeiffer spinoff that's it michelle pfeiffer can have we her have a whole series about what she yeah. was doing in the quantum yeah. realm because right. she was definitely not bored mm-hmm. or single. Oh, I love that. That that to me was incredible. I love that she had a life down there. And yeah, she's like, I had me tank. <laughs> and he was here, like, Yeah, I hooked up with Linda from HR. <laughs> but that was a oh, that was another line that my entire audience like went crazy for. They were like, When, when he was here, like, Oh, I hooked up with Linda, but the problem was she wasn't you. And it, it, my entire audience nuts 
for that line. I was like, yeah. <laughs> All right, my audio is dying because the freaking move ruined my chords, but throw up your socials, guys. I mean, everyone knows where to find you guys at this point. Yeah, we're on the internet. <laughs> on the interwebs. We're on the internet. We're on the red carpet sometimes. You know, adventures in geekdom. Adventures in Geekdom on Instagram, where we chronicle our toy hunting and comic book collecting adventures. We also have some conventions coming up. Uh, 626, which is in Rosemead, right? Mm-hmm. Rosemead. And I will be the cosplay hostess there. Oh. I've got a photographer where we're holding it down, um, doing a cosplay photo booth. It's first con ever out there, so it's completely free, free parking, free admission, free cosplay photos. Woo! Um, yeah, woo! And I think I'm, I'm going to be doing WonderCon. We'll we'll chat uh, about that. So all three of us will be at WonderCon. We'll do interviews and all that fun stuff. If you yeah, see so- us, come get stickers. Get stickers, yeah. Uh, we're doing Hellfire Gala on Saturday. Oh, we need to talk about that. Loop me in on that. Let's chat about that. And Justin has a panel on Sunday. What's the panel? Same one. Same one. (laughs) (laughs) Same panel. New guests. Yes, exactly. Same panel, new guests. Who are the guests? (laughs) Right now we have one two confirmed. Uh, Christy Shin, president of CAP, comic book artists, professionals, Mm -hmm. uh, toy designer for Disney, Kristen Lau. She was supposed to be on my last one, but ended up not being able to make it last minute. Um, hopefully, I can get Bernard Chong on there, artist for Monkey Prince DC. Mm-hmm. And still working on a fourth. A fourth. I told him he should ask Louis Tan to be. Oh yeah. Him. What What do you have to lose? His wife. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. And with I'm really just kidding. And with that, we'll just see you next week. 